Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic, hosted by Jeff Kowal of the Kowal Investment Group, and Joe still here today as well. Joe in studio. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Fantastic. And we got Jeff joining us via the phone. And Jeff, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We're good. How are you, Jeff? <laughs> I'm awesome. How's twenty? How's twenty? 22 treating everybody off to a good start i know we're going to talk a little bit about the market of course your niche jeff is retirement at the kowal investment group give us the old elevator speech well if you're close to already in retirement if you have seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or more in retirement assets really why would you go anywhere else uh we manage over a billion dollars of uh, assets for our clients we act as fiduciary advisors, meaning that we always put our clients' interest first. Uh, so give us a call at 262-522-4040, uh, online at thecoalway.com. Um, and really, we address all areas of retirement planning. If you have a million, two million, three million dollars of retirement assets, uh, this could be the year that you retire. So give us a call and start the planning now. Thekowalway.com, your website, as you mentioned, uh, Jeff. And with Joe still here, with you here, let's open up phone lines. They will be open the entire hour. Any retirement question, financial planning, you've got a question. That's why we are here. Use the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line at 414-799-1130. Offices in Waukesha, Port Washington, Phoenix, Arizona, and the latest location is in Racine. Correct. And before we get into the retirement topics, I have to uh, uh, put Jeff on the spot here. And first of all, Uh welcome. We have a new family member uh, to the Kowal Investment Group. Uh, we are a family-first organization, so that's why I wanted to bring that up. Uh, very excited for Jeff and his son, Brandon, and and their whole family. Okay. Jeff, I'll let you... Uh, uh, how, about, how about son Adam? Brandon Adam, is, uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Adam and, Adam and Andrea uh, had their baby on January 5th, our first, our first grandson, uh, our fourth grandchild, we've got three great grand, wonderful granddaughters with uh, Aaron and Laura. Now, Adam and Andrea have our first uh, boy, Elias Ray uh, Koal in uh, Phoenix down here. So, Congratulations, uh, grand, grandfather. I saw pictures, and they are absolutely a uh, beautiful family. And it's your first grandson. Yeah, yeah and being Polish, we're, we're called Jaja and Grammy, so... <laughs> Judge is a Polish for grandpa, and Jane didn't want to be Busha, so she ends up with Grammy. So there we go. So mom and baby and everybody's fine, right? Everybody's good? They're doing great, yeah. That's great to hear. Congratulations. I I have to point out that that picture of Elias smiling was amazing. We (laughs) Dawn said the same thing. That was unbelievable. I've never never seen that, that type of big 
smile. Yeah, you're dad, Joe. <laughs> All the pictures I see of our, I mean, I'm talking that first week right after right, birth. Right. They usually look like, like E.T., you know, they look like they're stunned. Like, what's going right, on? Where right, am I? Right. And this baby's got yep. the biggest smile on his face. So, Jeff, um, uh, congrats on that. We have, as I said, a busy show. We're going to get rolling right away. And uh, besides the sexy segment comes up in the second half of the show, wealth management and preservation, we bring topics to the table each week, Joe. Yeah, so I, I found an article uh, in Barron's that I think does a great job of highlighting um, some of the uh, Eight things to consider as the new year starts uh, with preparing for retirement. So, you know, we, we can all, I think, agree that the last few years have been crazy. You know, I, I kind of, for all those Seinfeld fans, I call, I call it the bizarro world for the last uh, a few years. You know, whatever... Whatever is up is down, and whatever is down is up. And whatever is black is white. Right. I that, love that episode. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of what we experienced. And that could really turn your plans for retirement upside down. Wherever you are, you know, with this whole COVID thing the last few years, you could have lost your job. You could have decided, hey, now is a time for me to retire maybe a little early, um, you know, either forced into it or making that decision. But at the beginning of the year, it's always a good time to reassess and take, take stock of, okay, where am I in, you know, my road to retirement? Um, and, you know, the, the, the first point they make in this article is, first of all, review your retirement plan. So before we review the plan, make sure, obviously, do you have a plan? Um, if you don't, then, you know, now is a great time to, to get started in putting that plan together. And, you know, they, they point out in the article, which they make a very good point, you know, a, a good first step is to contact a, an advisor um, to help you formulate that plan. Um, so obviously, Jeff gave out our number. We do this for clients, um, you know, every day. Uh, and we specialize in retirement. So if you're sitting there thinking, I have no idea where to start, give the office a call at 262-522-4040, and we'll walk you through that process. And thecolewellway.com on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I there had to go. get that in. Paul, that's why you're the, you're the professional. That's right. That's right. Um, but one thing they point out in the article about you know reviewing your plan is it's important to have a clear vision of what retirement means for you. And, and that's really important. And that's what we really focus on when we, when we are walking clients through that process, uh, asking them all those questions to really understand their goals for retirement. And what does that look like? Cause it's different for everyone. Um, you know, too many people think in terms of retirement generalities, you know, such as travel, spending time with kids, grandkids, um, you know, and, and, People should think more of, um, you know, the question is, what are you going to be doing on a Wednesday at 11 a.m. in retirement? And, you know, that can be difficult for people. And it takes, again, some time and some planning. You know, if, if uh, my, my dad taught me the, the, um, uh, the adage, you know, proper planning prevents poor performance. And that is true in many things in oh, life. Oh, that's but across the board in life, right? Absolutely. But especially in retirement, you know, you have people that might have worked for 40 years and all of a sudden, you know, they stop working. What are they going to do? 
you need to you need to take some time to plan out. Maybe you volunteer. Maybe maybe you uh, get a part time job. We have that conversation all the time with clients. Uh, something they really really enjoy doing. Um, you want to think about those things and plan those out. I, I want to just interject and give Jeff's take on this. Jeff, you've talked about this now for twenty years on this show. That the emotional side, the psychological side of retiring. It's not what some people might think. It's like, boom, just like that, you're at home. Um, what's your advice, and what have you seen with all of your clients over the years, Jeff? Well, my advice is that proper planning prevents poor performance. <laughs> I, I think that's a great statement from your dad, uh, Joe. Uh, we find that the, mo- the people who are most successful in retirement are those that have a re- plan in place, where it doesn't just spring upon them. Uh, they, they plan, you know, as soon as they hit age 50, they start planning for retirement, um, especially if you have a significant amount of money. Once you've accumulated some wealth, how do you preserve it, grow it, uh, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs? And I think that people who do the best job of planning for that um, are most successful. We've said that, like you said, for the last 20 years. Uh, it's, yes, it's how well we manage investments. And we're very good at that, but it's also doing the planning and making sure you address all areas of taxes, uh, estate planning, long-term care, and uh, make sure you have the, enough assets that you can take an income for the rest of your life. And once you do retire, Joe, you don't stop. As far as your role at the Cowell Investment Group and your clients, you don't stop the planning, and, and you still got to make sure you're, you're on the right path financially. Absolutely. It's almost even more important that you're following that plan as soon as you get into retirement. You know, we we put a really detailed retirement cash flow analysis together. And when you're in the accumulation phase, you know, that sticking to that that particular plan doesn't mean as much um, because you're continuing to save and earn your income and just um, uh, focusing on your job and earning income. But when you get into retirement and you get on a fixed income, that plan becomes really important to stick to and, and revisit. You know, and, and we revisit that plan at least on an annual basis uh, with, with our clients that are in retirement. Yeah, so moving on, um, well, just, just to bring this first point um, to a close, These principles never go out of style. Spend conservatively, save aggressively as you are able, and prepare for the unexpected. And that's why I wanted to close it out. That's one thing we do within our planning. We always plan for the worst-case scenario to happen and hope for the best. What could something unexpected be? Give me an example, Joe. Uh, An an, um, unexpected expense. Like a large expense, you know, and and we we help our clients. The one that comes uh, to to top of mind would be long term care event happens. I was just going to you know, guess at some point something in medically related. We'll help you plan for that. Maybe it's a big expense outside of healthcare. Um, you know, maybe you have to help a family member. You know, get out of a situation or um, you know something, some other big expense. So we'll plan. We'll put that in the plan. Um, and and take a look at how your retirement plan looks with an unexpected event happening. So planning for that unexpected is is a key to making sure you're fully prepared. Jeff, any thoughts on that? Um, life throws us curveballs. We don't know when they're coming or how severe that curve is going to be, Jeff. Just got to learn how to hit a curveball or else come to us. That, that's the hardest I mean, that's- ball to hit, I think, right? Right. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I think that, that if you're going to have longevity, you have to learn how to hit the curveball and really get help with that, get a good coach with a financial advisor, and that's what Joe was talking about. Also, I, you know, you hear these stories about people retire and they're bored. They, they didn't think, you know, what am I going to do? Not eight hours a day, 24-7. What's your advice? I mean, you got to have something to keep you busy. Yeah, or maybe do you yeah. wean yourself into retirement? Well, I'll, I'll steal some advice from actual retirees that uh, through a survey we, uh, we, we talked about in a, in a retirement clinic, um, I think a few years ago. But, uh, you know, their advice was to um, ease into retirement by starting to work part time. Uh, you know, that can be very helpful in making sure that you find uh, uh, things to do and you're busy in retirement and you can determine how that retirement looks like. So they, they their advice was to kind of wean into it and start working a little less and, uh, and helping you figure out what you can do in retirement. Yeah. Um, okay. I think, it, Joe, did we finish your list? Um, we only, we, we actually only hit one. That's okay. <laughs> It so that's an important one. <laughs> that's a big no. Let's continue. <laughs> continue on to number two. Yeah, the second one uh, on the list, and obviously we, we probably don't have enough time to go through every one of these, but um, reassess your risk tolerance. So that's a really good one at the start of the year. And, you know, what is risk tolerance? You know, and, and risk tolerance is how much potential for loss you are willing to take on for higher possible return. So if you think about it, um, you know, could you stomach your portfolio going down 20%? You know, if you say absolutely not, then that helps us understand, you know, what investment allocation to use for you. Um, and so it's a, it's a good time to, to take a look at that. We, we obviously are coming off a huge downturn in the market um, in 2020 very quickly. The market went down in general about 40% in 21 trading days. And, and you know, I can speak for Jeff and I both had lots of conversations with clients that had just retired in January of 2020. And, you know, that that's a very scary thing, right? Your portfolio drops by a, a fair amount in, in the first few months you're retired. You know, and, and the key is just understanding um, how much risk can you tolerate and still sleep well at night. And that's where you really need to, to involve an advisor. Uh, the majority of the clients that we work with uh, not only don't have the knowledge base to put a portfolio together and to assess risk, um, they don't have the time or desire to do that, and that's why they hire us. So we'll help our, you do that if you're, if you're sitting there thinking, I have no idea what kind of risk I'm taking, and that worries me. Um, and also, we all have different risk levels, Correct. right? I may Correct. be willing to take more than the next guy, and 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 on it goes. And Correct. that's where a good advisor will have that conversation. Correct. Yeah, we'll go through a list of questions just to identify where you are. Um, you know, like Paul said, there there may be retirees that um, have pensions that cover a hundred percent of their um, lifestyle need. And then they have a large portfolio that they aren't drawing off of, that they're preserving and using to maybe give to charities, give to their heirs. Uh, so they could afford to take a little more, bit more risk because they have a longer time horizon. Okay, Joe, we got. where's your source for this again? You cited it at the beginning. Yeah, Barron's. This is an article that uh, came out of Barron's last month. And the name of the article? Um, the name of the article is the um, Top 8 Tips 
for retirement planning in 2022. Let's get in a couple more before we break. We've got time, Joe. Yeah. Uh, So number three is maximize your tax-advantaged retirement savings. This is a good one this year because we've we've had a change in the contribution limits for your um, workplace retirement plans. Um, so last year, um, the the maximum you could save, let's just use a 401k, there's 403bs, 457s, but uh, the max you could save in a workplace retirement plan was $19,500. And then if you're over 50, you could save another um, $6,500. So um, that was, you know, for those math wizards out there, that's $26,000. And it went up $1,000 this year. So the contribution max for a 401k plan went from nineteen five to 20500 this year. The catch-up contribution, if you're 50 years or older, remains at $6,500 for those, uh, as I mentioned, that are 50 or older. So it went from 26 total to those that are 50 or older to 27. So uh, if you haven't updated your um, savings, you know, calculate how many pay periods are left and then add a little bit more. $1,000 over, you know, the course of a year isn't a, a big amount. It's not going to probably not going to make a difference in your after tax income. Um, but you want to make sure you increase that limit so you're maximizing um, your uh, workplace retirement savings first. Um, let's, okay, number four. Go That way we're halfway through, right? Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Again, we don't have to. We don't have to hit all of these. I know Jeff's got some really good topics that uh, he's going to cover too today. Who's got so, the sexy topic today? Uh, Doctor Kowalik. Who do you think? That belongs to Jeff. All right, that comes up later in the hour. Let's get in uh, the fourth one then, and then we'll take a break. Yeah, and this is a really good one to start the year too. Uh, analyze your current spending to estimate retirement income needs. So this one is a really important one, um, especially when you get into retirement. You really should have a good handle around your budget and how much you need to maintain your lifestyle. Um, I always, you know, break it out into fixed and variable expenses. Um, and this is something that, you know, and Jeff, I'll speak for you too. We see a lot where clients probably when they're coming into retirement don't have a great handle uh, for the most part on their budget. You know, they've been living their lives um, focused on work and making a good income and and not necessarily worrying about uh, exactly what they're spending. But this is where preparation really helps in taking the time to analyze, okay, how much am I spending? How much am I saving? How much is going to taxes? Um, And that can really help in retirement so you, you know, so you don't um, – spend too much, obviously, and so you know exactly how much you need to maintain your current lifestyle. When we come back, Joe Still, Jeff Kowal, on the Retirement Clinic, uh, we will continue. We've got the sexy segment. We've got Aaron Kowal joining us next, right after this break, with the Boss Minute Business Owners Savings and Security. In the meantime, off the air, to reach out if you've got questions, want to sit down with somebody at the Kowal Investment Group, they can be reached at 262 522-4040, 522-4040, and of course the website, thekowalway.com. We'll be right back. The Retirement Clinic every Saturday at News Talk 1130 WISN. Hello, I might stay. 
Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Do you consider your small business a retirement fund? If so, you're not alone. Many business owners consider their business an asset that you can use to fund their retirement. And while it is true that your business is a large asset, considering it to be your only retirement fund can be a dire mistake. Focusing on the profitability margin and the bottom line creates generous income for your present, but what happens when you're ready to exit? Unless you have increased the intrinsic value of your business, odds are it won't sell for what you think it's worth. In fact, many businesses will never sell. According to the Exit Planning Institute, about two in every 10 business owners will be able to sell their business. That's a concerning statistic concerning the average business owner's net worth is tied up in their business. So what can you do? Don't just focus on profitability. Take a holistic approach to improve key areas of planning, leadership, sales, marketing, people, operations, finance, and legal. By improving each of these areas, you can grow the intrinsic value far more than focusing on profits can do. But don't stop there. Create a plan B. As the old saying goes, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You don't want to rely on one asset to fund your retirement. Consider investing a portion of your profits into retirement accounts. Work with us to help put a contingency plan in place and diversify by investing in assets outside of your business. If you need help planning for retirement from your business, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040 or visit thekowalway.com. That's Aaron Kowal, the weekly boss minute. And as a kind of a PS to that, Jeff Kowal... Welcome back, the Retirement Clinic. By the way, you wanted to talk a little bit about small businesses and their retirement plans and their goals. That's right. Well, Aaron mentioned that uh, you know diversifying your assets, not just the value of your business. And one of the questions is: Is it too late to open up a small business retirement plan for 2021? And the short answer is: It depends. Uh, there are several retirement plans that are available, including uh, SEP IRAs, simple IRAs, and solo 401ks. Just briefly going through those, SEP IRAs give you the most flexibility. A new SEP, uh, that simplified employee pension, by the way, SEP, simplified employee pension, uh, can be set up and funded for the prior year. A new SEP for 2021 can be established as late as the deadline with extensions for businesses. So it could be as late as September or October of 2022. And the amount that you can put in into a SEP IRA is 25% of net earnings up to $58,000 for 2021. Next one is the solo 401k rules of adopting. These are a little more confusing. Secure Act includes a provision. That was the act of 2019 for retirement. Um, Provides It allows extra time to set up a non-IRA-based employer plan like a 401k. The old rule was that it had to be set up by the end of the year, which would have meant 1231. Now businesses have until the due date for the corporate tax return. And this one is 58000 also, but you have a catch-up provision, so you could put 64000 into it if you're 50 or better. So that one is an, another thing you have to take a look at. That's another one that you could open. And the last one is a simple, the maximum simple IRA. Maximum for that is $13,500 for 2021. So if you think it's too late for you to open up a retirement plan, it's not too late. And especially if you're a small business, I think that's one of the most important things. Uh, a dear friend of mine, Toby Carney, uh, beat up on me when I first went out on my own in 1987. He had... Um, 
He had no interest in, in helping me out, but he said, you have to put money into retirement plan. You have to start a SEP. And he was just all over me for that. He's another advisor, Toby Carney, and just a good man. And so that's what I did. I did it for myself, and I encourage other small business owners to do the same. So you're happy, Jeff, that he was all over you. Oh, yeah. You bet. <laughs> but you think you know, it might be a competitor. might say, why is he taking such an interest in me? But going out on my own, and that was one of the best piece of advice I've ever gotten. You know, those of us in, in the private sector, I, I, I've, I've said this before on your show, Jeff. My, my grandpa set up my first radio job, WBKV in West Bend, pay yourself first. If they have a 401k plan, please start using it. And I said, yeah, my paychecks are going to be really, really small. I wasn't making squat yeah. back then. We've talked about that past. You, when somebody says pay yourself first, you don't really get that. I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah. They, when you do pay yourself first and put the money into a retirement place, ah, now I get it. And uh, it was the best advice Grandpa Clarence ever gave me, Jeff. Um, and I've been investing nice for family. 31 years in a 401k plan. But, Joe, uh, and your thoughts on this, a small business owner might say, listen, I can't afford to do that. Every cent I have goes back into my business. I think the answer might be you can't afford not to do that. Right. And we have these conversations all the time. And as Jeff mentioned, he mentioned three different options and they're confusing and you need some help. You need a professional to help you walk through and figure out what is the best uh, retirement account for you. And, uh, you know, I just had a conversation with a current client that um, is now running his own business and is an independent contractor. And we're going to set up a SEP for him. And as Jeff said, he can he can make contributions uh, for 2021 um, uh, this year uh, before he files his taxes. Uh, that's so that's a, a great thing. That is great. How would you know about that if unless you got an advisor telling you? Yeah, you, you, you really know? wouldn't. You 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 really would not. Um, you know, unless you were looking for it or again uh, working with a professional. Now, what about the employees of that small business, Jeff? I mean. I don't know. Let's just take, for example, I, I'm a guy, I own a tree cutting service. It's me and I've got four guys that work for me, but they're all full time. Um, they're going to be, it's a very competitive workplace right now, right? So they're going to be looking for some sort of retirement plan as well. Well, that, that's the type of thing that can separate you from somebody else. But each case is different. That's just what Joel was saying. Which plan is best for you, depending on who you want to benefit do you want to benefit the employees? Do you want to benefit the owners? So each plan is a little bit different. I want to pivot a little bit to inflation. I want to talk about that. Um, and one thing that I'm going to give you, one uh, piece of information, Paul, that your wife being in real estate and you know a lot of us being concerned about taxes and selling homes and things like that, I bet that most people in this audience don't know this this item, but I'll get to that in a second. But it has to do with inflation. Inflation surge, this is a Wall Street Journal article, inflation surges on many executive lists of 2022 worries. COVID-19 disruptions remain the top threat globally, but rising prices, labor shortages this year, survey five, that's, that's top on the list as well. Uh, they expect price pressures to persist until at least mid-2023. Remember when you said it was just transitional? Inflation was just transitional. Don't worry about it. us experts know what we're talking about. I believe that was uh, President Joe Biden that said that. Oh right? yeah. Or was oh, it at the yeah. uh, um, what's his name? Uh, yeah, the the Treasury Secretary Jerome yes. Powell. Yeah, Powell. Powell said that. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Well, now the CEO is expected to last until mid 2023. It's not transitional. 
And uh, they say business leaders have been warning about inflation risk for the past year, even as Federal Reserve officials and most economists largely played down the breadth and persistence of rising prices. And on Wednesday of last week, the Labor Department said that consumer prices were up 7% versus a year ago. Um, In a conference board survey, 82% of CEOs globally said that they were facing upward pressures from inputs from their businesses. 59% of CEOs expect inflation to be elevated until at least mid-2023. And just one more thing on this article, there's going to be continued pressure on wages and benefits and all costs that go along with attracting and retaining workers. That's just what you said, Paul. Now I want to go back to now what it, how it affects your, your 2022 taxes. Um, the IRS tax tables are getting a bigger than unusual adjustment this year, thanks to the rising cost of living. It says because of differences in inflation adjustments, some taxpayers will feel inflation's impact uh, more than others, that's according to Kyle Pomerleau. He's a senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute. Inflation indexing was enacted in 1981 after years of inflation as high as 14.8%. While taxpayers' income has risen with inflation, tax brackets remain fixed. This is where we can talk about inflation. As a result, people owed, owed higher income taxes due to normal but not real, not but don't have real increases in income because inflation is eating up all that income. Lawmakers didn't index all tax provisions, and since then they have chosen to adjust some new ones for, for inflation, but not others. This is a key one, Paul and, and Joe. Two key provisions for home buyers and sellers lack inflation adjustments: the seven hundred fifty thousand cap on total mortgage debt for which interest is deductible. That stays at seven hundred fifty thousand, and this is a key one: an exemption for up to two hundred fifty thousand of profit for single filers and five hundred thousand for married couples, enacted in nineteen ninety seven on the sale of a home. That means couple sells their home, the first five hundred thousand dollars of gain is exempted from uh, taxes uh, on the sale of home. Lawmakers, if lawmakers had adjusted the home seller's exemption for inflation. It would now be $411,000 for singles and $822,000 for couples. I bet most people don't recognize that. If you had had an a inflation adjustment since 1997 when they put that $500,000 exemption in, it would be up to $822,000 now. So the first $822,000 of gain could be exempted. But the lawmakers didn't do that. So I bet most people don't know that one. I didn't know that. That's a that's a huge deal, especially with this market right now. And yeah, you have somebody that's been in their house for thirty years, and yep. they've already paid off the mortgage. And yeah, that is that's a big deal. It, it really is. Uh, Jeff, before we break, anything else you want to finish up on this? Yep. Last thing is that many people contributing to tax free retirement plans and Roth and that will benefit from inflation adjustments. Contribution limits for uh, 2022 are going to go up to 20500 for your 401k, uh, a, a 6000 um, um, additional uh, li- uh, catch-up provision for those over 50, and Social Security benefits will go up by 5.9%, the most from 19 since 1982. But as we heard, 
inflation was up by 7%. So most of that gain is going to be eaten up by inflation. So transitory inflation, it's only going to be here for two years or so. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, it is a big deal, Jeff. I mean, if you're talking 2023, that's going to be another year plus. And uh, is it going to get worse before it gets better? I think definitely, Joe, you can chime in on this too, but I think it definitely is going to get worse. I think that you see the there are now 105 ships at last count that are off the shore of um, Los Angeles in the port. They push them further out. Everything on there, people are going to, the companies that are selling those are going to mark those up. They're waiting for the shipments to come in. We heard some of those things are, are uh Halloween costumes and Christmas decorations, but you know all that. <laughs> they're going to be a year late. It could be a year late, but they're going to jack the price up on all that. So I can see that inflation is going to continue uh, pretty much for at least the next year and a half. Yeah, I I would if we don't get the supply chain back to normal, or at least heading in that direction, then absolutely inflation is going to continue to to be a big burden. My remodeling show earlier this morning. Uh, and even on the Redefined Real Estate Show last hour, Jeff, they're talking about building a home now, which was six to eight months. They're now saying it could be up to two years. Think about that. Yeah, they're waiting yeah. for garage doors. Like everything is here except your garage door and your windows. Well, <laughs> that's kind of important, right? Yep. So, yep. And, and in this climate and winter. Um, you can't get the occupancy permit either until you get that, so. You can't get the occupancy. The draws from the bank when you build a new home, there's usually four draws. It, it's yeah, just that yeah. trickle effect, and it, it affects everything, not just building, but across the board. I haven't, at the pump, we're paying, I thought it'd be a little bit worse by now, Joe. I was expecting $4 by by this time. Not that I want it to be. It's just, it hasn't gone up that bad, at least yet, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they increase supply a little more. Um, you know, I guess we'd all like to see the U.S. continuing to produce oil and, and be a net exporter again. The so, new car thing? Yeah. Uh, that's just it's shocking yep. uh, oh, how yeah. long people are waiting. Um, or they're just going to buy a used car, which is why the used cars' values have gone way up. Right. If you haven't, yeah, if, if you can find one. If you can find one that, that you want, you're exactly right. Something that you like, you're going to have to wait and wait and wait. Uh, so inflation is definitely here. It's not just transitory. Um a quick break. We're going to come back. We've got Jeff the Sexy segment. You want to give us a little tease on what's going to be coming up? Uh, sure. If you're a millionaire thinking about retiring, there are three things you better look out for before you retire early, even if you have a million bucks. Three things to look out for before you retire early. Well, I better pay attention then, too, because I've been <laughs> kind of thinking about you know my future. <laughs> Eventually yep. going to retire. <laughs> Uh, it's all about timing, and you better be ready, right, before you call it quits. Joe Still is here from the Kowal Investment Group, joining your host, that is Jeff Kowal, on News Talk 1130 WISN. More information on the web, thekowalway.com. To reach out, call the office, 262-522-4040. We will be right back. We 
We are back. News Talk 1130 WISN, the retirement clinic. We continue talking with Jeff Kowal, your host. Joe still in studio. Jeff, this is your sexy segment. Yep. Uh, this show is for everybody. This particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. And a lot of times you don't think that you know, you're a millionaire, but there's a record number 401k millionaires now. I want to talk about that. But if you have $500,000 in your retirement plan, if you you know, if you have a, a additional property, if you have other investments, if you have a life insurance policy, you're over a million dollars easily for many people. This segment is for you once you've accumulated some wealth. Again, how do you preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs? That's what this segment is for. This is a Barron's article. Here are three things 401k millionaires should consider before retiring. The article goes on, for the record number of 401k millionaires minted during the pandemic, retirement may be tempting, but the market volatility late last year offers a lesson. Paper wealth can be fleeting. Uh, Fidelity Investments, for one, uh, reported a record 760,000 401k and individual retirement accounts with over a million dollars in 2021. The influx of wealth may stir, stir dreams of early retirement. One of the sticking points is whether you can access your money without penalty. So here's the first one. A million-dollar nest egg may not be enough. For those planning to retire at 65, let alone before retirement, traditional retirement ages, a million-dollar portfolio may be too little to cover retirement of 30 years or more. Uh, just, you know, it, it says that that'll be enough to generate $40,000 a year of income. Um, so it's, so $40,000 a year plus Social Security, maybe they'll get $70,000 a year of income. The $40,000, you know, it, it, the, the Social Security be re-indexed with inflation. So you have to take a look. Is $70,000 a year gross enough to live off of? Again, with large inflation and other things, is that enough? It's, a, it's Jeff, it's about lifestyle too, right? 70, yep. 70K might be enough for somebody and somebody else go, that's not that's not close to what I need. I'm, I'm used to my normal income, which may be 150, 200 a year. Exactly. Yeah, so when you put a pencil to it, now again, uh, one thing that Joe does especially while well, he does a cash flow analysis that says, okay, if you have a million dollars, if you've got these other sources of income, if you've got rental properties, if you've got other things, do you have enough money to last the rest of your life? And just what this talked about also, um, what happens is it, Joe does what's called a bad timing scenario that says, what happens if you decide to retire this year and everything goes Brandon, <laughs> which Joe mentioned earlier, that everything you know goes to hell and it, that the market collapses and uh, it, it, um, you lose a percentage of your wealth. Do you still have enough money to last the rest of your life? So we, we reduce it to writing and put it in paper and say, this is what happens if the market does collapse. Uh, so it's important to do a cash flow analysis, not just kind of eyeball it. Yeah, you, you have to stress test your plan. Plan for the worst case scenario. And, and then we obviously hope for the best. But if you plan properly for that worst case scenario, the key is, if something does happen, like a 2008 event, you don't have to change your lifestyle. You know, we, I think we put a billboard out that says retire once. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we don't miscalculate for our clients and say, oops, sorry, um, 
you have to go back to work or you have to find a part-time job to maintain your lifestyle. Now, Jeff, yep. did you say after retirement you could live another 30 years? Yeah, for that life expectancy, absolutely. Yeah, think of that, right? They have to plan for that. Yeah. I think a lot of people think retirement and then, you know, well, I'm going to die soon after that, so I've got enough, right? That does happen in some cases, but some screw up and live a long time. And so we've, we've been planning for to age 100 to make sure that if you do uh, live a long time, you'll have enough money. Second item is tapping retirement accounts early can be a challenge. In general, distributions from retirement accounts prior to age 59 and a half incur a 10% early withdrawal penalties. There are a few exceptions, and the state of Wisconsin has an additional 3.3% penalty. So it's 13.3% in the state of Wisconsin if you pull money out of a retirement plan before 59 and a half. There are a couple exemptions. One is the rule of 55, and that if you retire between 55 and 59 and a half, you can pull money from your 401k plan or other company plan without penalty. Once you roll that money, and that's where, as you know, as retirement specialists, we know these rules. Once you roll that money into a an IRA out of your 401k, you lose that ability. You lose the ability to pull the money out without penalties. So you got to be careful with that. And another option is is 72T. That's an Internal Revenue Code that says that you can pull money out of your retirement plan before you're 59 and a half without penalties. Don't have to pay the income tax on it. But you have to take the money out to age 59 and a half or five consecutive years, whichever is longer. So if you're 57, you have to take the same amount of income out each year till you're 62, five years. If you're 52 and retire, you have an exercise 72T. You have to take the same amount each year. Not It's substantially equal. So you have to take that just about the same amount out each year from 52 to 59 and a half. So the rules are complicated to get around the penalties. Jeff, um, all good stuff. we got to sneak in our last commercial break. We're going to do that and then come right back and we'll get some final comments from Joe Still and Jeff Kowal as we continue the retirement clinic. The Kowal Investment Group's website, thekowalway.com. We are back wrapping up today's retirement clinic with Jeff Kowal and Joe Still. Thank you, Jeff, for a great show once again. Final comments? Sure. If you're considering retiring in 2022 or if you're just wanting to find out if you're ready to retire, now is a great time to take advantage of our complimentary retirement review with our fiduciary advisors. And Joe Still, will uh, well, thank you for being here in studio, Joe. Yeah, thanks so much, Paul. It's been great. Uh, and remember, uh, if you um, proper planning prevents poor performance. So good time to assess your retirement plan. Uh, if you have no idea what you're looking at and are nervous, um, anxiety, give us a call. We'll help walk you through that entire planning process. That was your father's advice, he said, right? That was. That was. I mean, think of a football coach, right? Matt LaFleur, Packer game next week, the playoffs, all the games this week. They plan all week for a three-hour game. Countless hours of planning, um, and they plan for the unexpected, too. You have to. And they change those plans. The the good and great coaches know how to adjust and change those plans as, you know, 
different things happen. God and forbid Aaron goes down and Jordan Love has to come in. Yeah. <laughs> There's your season. Yeah. <laughs> Planning or not. Hey, guys, have a great weekend. Thanks, Paul. TheKowalWay.com or 262-522-4040.